0: Welcome to the Sales Influence Podcast, where we talk about finding the why in how people buy. I'm your host, Victor Antonio. Thank you for joining me. Always appreciate your time and lending me your ears. Now, today's topic is something I've touched on in the past, but again, it's one of those things that we really have to understand that this is something you cannot manufacture. It has to be you. I am talking about authenticity you know, like fashion, you know, a certain word or phrase, you know, enters the mainstream of business lingo, right? And sometimes it's overused, underserved, and abused. And so the latest, you know, term that, you know, I consider it malpractice is the word authenticity. See, all these books, I mean, literally, books have been written about authenticity. I want you to kind of think about that for a second. Books, like, 200 pages on how to be authentic. And to me, it means simply, I'm from the hood, I'm from the neighborhood. To me, authenticity means keeping it real, being open and honest. So people you know, always ask me, so Victor, how, you know, one question I got from somebody is, Victor, how can I be perceived as being authentic when engaging with the client? Now listen to that question. Victor, how can I be perceived as being authentic when engaging with the customer. You know, in other words, they're asking me, can you show me how to connect with a client because I don't trust myself enough to be truly open and honest with them? Now, this is important because you cannot sell effectively until first you're honest with yourself in how you sell and who you are. And again, the question is, how can I be perceived as being authentic when engaging with the customer? Translation, can you show me how to connect with a client Because, this is the key phrase, I don't trust myself enough to be truly open and honest with them. This is a subtle trap. And that is that many of you, maybe even listening to this podcast, maybe one of the reasons you're not closing enough deals, you're not getting enough customers to commit, advance the sale, give you that yes, is because they sense something. They sense something in you that goes, I don't know if I trust this person. Have you ever been to a store to buy something and you ask a question and the person tells you what you want to hear and you can tell, you can tell. You ever call customer service up and when you're talking to customer service and you have a problem, they always apologize. I'm sorry, Mr. Antonio, I'm sorry. You know, I can say anything. They always start with, I'm sorry, and they keep going with, I'm sorry. The other day I had to tell a person literally in customer service, I said, please, can you stop reading your script? I actually said this to her. I said, stop reading your script and talk to me like I'm a human being, because that's what authenticity is about. It's not about saying the right things at the right time, that does matter. But what you're looking for is a connection. People want to know they're talking to you, not some label, not some fake facade of who you really are. And so when people ask me to teach them how to be authentic, they're already being inauthentic. They've failed. They've already failed. And the only way they can ever be successful, and again, maybe it's you, is that you have to be your authentic self. Now, here's what I've learned, and I'm only giving you my perspective on selling. I have a lot of friends who sell, and each of them sells differently, especially the good ones. They sell their own way. And many years ago, when I started in selling, I wanted to sell like somebody else because I like that style, Ooh, I like the way they deliver that. I like the way they use PowerPoint. I like the way they do demo. And I realized something. And I remember I used to get depressed about this because sometimes I didn't have the verbal gift of being able to communicate things like they did. I mean, they would, you know, sometimes, you know, I have, I have friends who are great sales guys and gals who can say things in a certain way and I just listen in envy. Because, oh, you know, I'm not that eloquent. And I, I have my reasons and I can invent them. But really, when I look at how they speak, they were raised in a different environment. I'll give you one example, but I won't tell you the person's name. I know a great sales trainer and I've seen him talk to customers. And the way he talks, oh, it's verbally just beautiful the way he says things, the way he just frames the conversation. The, the, I mean, it's, it's just beautiful. It's like if words could have flowers sticking out of them, this guy would be spitting them out. He'd be spitting out gardens. He is that good. He is that gifted. Now, when I asked him about his background, he told me he grew up in a very affluent neighborhood. He went to one of the best private schools. His parents were professionals. One was a lawyer, one was a doctor. So you can imagine his upbringing was at a certain level already. Now let me contrast that with mine. I'm from the hood. My family came from Puerto Rico, didn't speak a lick of English when they came here to the United States. I was raised in a neighborhood where everybody was, I'll just say, economically challenged. I'll also tell you that my elementary school and my high school didn't prepare me well enough for the business world. And I struggled. And to this day, I still have to read a lot just to catch up to my counterparts, right? And so there's a difference. But see, I realized that there was a difference in our upbringing, and I'm not blaming my nurture on this part, but I realized that I needed to practice more. That's why I read a lot, to try to catch up to those who can and have that verbal gift. What am I saying with this? I also understood that I could never be them. See, I could never say things like them because that's not how I was raised. See, I like, I'm a very plain talker. I'm very to the point, you know, what takes people 10 pages to state, I can state it in two or three sentences. And I've learned that the power I have is the power of taking the most complex situation or subject and breaking it down to its basic components. That is my gift. I realized that the reason I couldn't be flowery with my prose, the reason my lexicon was limited was because my brain likes to simplify things. It likes to speak plainly and clearly and gets to the point. Now, which style is better? Who cares? Who knows? If it works for him, it works for him. What works for me, I know works for me. My point is, what works for you? are you authentic? Because if I try to be like my friend, I'll never reach any level of authenticity. And if I try to sound like my friend, my clients will detect it. They'll know that I'm being inauthentic. So my point to you is, take your strengths. Each of you listening to this podcast, you have a certain strength or strength. These are things that you know you're good at. There's ways you look at the world. There's ways that you communicate. There's ways that you sell that's what you have to develop, that's your authenticity, I know, sometimes it's scary, you see other people doing it another way, and you say, do I trust myself, much like the guy was asking me, can I, you know, how can I be authentic, he was saying, can I trust myself, Victor, because I can't, that's what he was saying to me, he says, I can't trust myself, so can you teach me how to be authentic, where the answer lies in trusting yourself, Be who you are in selling. That's how you sell effectively. That's how you will become that authentic salesperson. That's when you'll connect with people. But more importantly more importantly than connecting, more importantly than just selling, that's when you'll feel good about yourself. When I say good, I mean you feel good about how you sell, how you speak, who you are, and you reveal yourself in your way. See, when you sell your way, you're more excited about doing what you do, and because you're more excited, you're more in tune, you're more in line, customers can feel that. But whether they feel good or not, we want them to feel good, it doesn't really matter. What matters is you. How do you feel about yourself when you're talking to a client? How do you feel about yourself when you're communicating certain concepts and idea? Are you comfortable? Do you feel like you're in line, like everything that comes out of your mouth, everything that's gestured, body language, facial expressions, everything that comes out of you is just pure authenticity because it is you. And when you sell like you, truly authentic, you never need to ask anybody how to be authentic. You just have to be you. And if they don't like you, that's fine. Find people who will like you. I guarantee you one thing. There are going to be people who may not like your authentic self. And by the way, let me put a little asterisk on that. When I say authentic, being your authentic self, that doesn't mean being a jerk, being disrespectful, assuming that you're not that. What will happen is that people will understand who you are and they'll like you that much better because when they're talking to you, guess what? They're really talking to you. And that is it for this Sales Influence Podcast. Again, be authentic, sell more, sell well. Don't forget to leave me some information or buy feedback on iTunes, Stitcher, or YouTube. As always, I would greatly appreciate it. Let me know what you think. This was more of a... You know, get in line with your headspace type of podcast. So again, love to hear your feedback. Also, if you haven't checked out the Sales Velocity Academy, why not? Go to salesvelocityacademy.com. If you're serious about increasing your sales velocity, go to the website, check it out. New programs. I am telling you, if you're struggling with selling, I got the tools to help you. Lastly, I want to thank you. This is Victor Antonio, always reminding you, selling ain't hard when you know how. Take care.